guys, what's up? It's Alicia. It's Stephanie. Welcome to the Undisclosed Truth Podcast. And today we're going to be touching on trauma, abuse, relationship red flags, and ultimately motherhood. And t- today we have a special guest. Her name is Julie. Welcome, Julie. Hi, guys. Yay! Yay. <laughs> we're super excited to have Julie on. We're going to be touching on the subject I just mentioned and we're going to be talking about a lot of deep things but in the beginning we're going to start off with a fun rapid fire game to get to know Julie better. So Julie are you ready? Yes I am. In this game I'm just going to be asking you some questions and you're going to answer them in one word or five words or less basically. Um, So it's just a fun game to start off to get to know you and then we'll jump into your life. (laughs) Okay cool. Okay so what's your favorite color? Uh, Purple. What has been your biggest pregnancy craving? Yes, she is pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually almost 38 weeks, too, what? so I'm about to pop. Yes, um, my biggest pregnancy craving is a chocolate banana and peanut butter smoothie. Yum. I love oh, how specific man. she was. So yes. good. I love chocolate. Um, what's your zodiac sign? Sagittarius. Me, too. Oh, sad energy. Fireside again. When's your birthday? December 10th. So okay. In a couple of weeks. Oh my gosh, yes. Mine's oh my November gosh. 27th. That is right before my boyfriend's birthday. Wow. Literally. Wait, is your boyfriend a yeah. Sag? Yeah, December 11th. No way. Yes. I did Literally. not know your boyfriend was a Sag. I'm now. telling you guys, I love Sagittarius for some reason. What the heck? Even friendship-wise. Listen, my daughter's due date is the 23rd. That's the second day of Sagittarius. I mean, my daughter is a Sag, too. My daughter's December 18th. She ended up being a Sag. She was, her due wow. date was supposed to be Capricorn, but she ended up coming early. She was like, listen, this fire sign is this is me. I know. She's like, I need I don't want to be Capricorn. I want to be a sad like you mom. Yeah. <laughs> they say they Capricorn say fire sign women have fire sign kids. Oh wow. wow, I never knew that. Well, here we are. <laughs> Literally. Where are you from and what's your nationality? Well, I'm originally from Miami, born and raised, but my mom's whole side is Cuban. And my dad's side is Italian and Filipino. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a Do you have any hidden talents? or? Uh, I know how to sing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love to paint. So. Wow. Is little, that why you knew? here and there, so. <laughs> is that how you knew what Procreate was? Yes. Okay. Also, my friend Ale is an artist, and he uses it. And okay. he loves it. So. Amazing. Oh, and Julie even sent me a drawing she did on Procreate. It was oh, really yeah, from a yeah. picture. So you used it before. Yeah, yeah I, I love it. It's it's fun to, like, pass time. Wow, I've never used it before. Um, I actually do art. Well, I used to do art a lot, but I never used Procreate. I never did digital art before. Um, you you so should definitely try it. Like, if you have an Apple pen, oh, yeah, it's I perfect do. for it. Yes, okay, that, okay. It's literally it's on, such a cool app. I can try. I can try. Um, what do you do in your free time? Uh, well, right now... I'm nesting, mm-hmm. so that's about the most that I do. <laughs> I also go to school, so I'm doing online school right now. Oh, what do you do in school? Like, what's your degree? Uh, it's going to be in biology. Okay, amazing. So I want to kind of do, like, sonography or something, something wow. in that field. I could see you doing that. What yeah. do sonographers do? 
pretty much like doing ultrasounds and stuff like that, but not just like pregnancy ultrasounds, like ultrasounds for like anything. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and last question, what's your favorite rainy day activity? Oh, binge watching either and only these two. <laughs> either the Harry Potter series or the Star Wars series. Okay. Oh. I love yes. Harry Potter too. I it reminds me of my it. childhood like a lot. Okay, so we're gonna jump into it. We just concluded the game and now we're gonna talk about boys. We're gonna talk about abusive relationships and what Julie had to go through in her past relationship. Um so, Julie, you could just start by telling us the beginning, like, how you met him towards the end. Like, give us a story. So, basically, it's a, it's a three-year story, but I'm going to make this short. Um, I met him through a friend, uh, a very good friend of mine, and... You know, he was very cool at, at first. He's a year older than me. Such an old soul. Great person. You know, very clean cut. It, it's like he put on a show, basically. And he also went to your high school? Yes, he did. Okay. But he was there before I went there. He actually left the year before I went there. Mm. So, but I, I did know him through someone that has known him since the seventh grade wow so yeah they so she knew him very well you know she's not gonna introduce me to someone that's like like a whole person you know but um you know it was really good at first and he was like everything i ever wanted in a person such a sweet guy he was a taurus by the way Hmm. uh and he you know he was at first, he was just a really great guy. You know, he took me out on dates, always gave me something on our anniversary, always paid attention to what I liked, all that. And then we make it to six months, and the day after he gave me a promise ring, my big sister and my little sister were like, hey, we want to tell you something. We found him on Tinder. Oh, my and gosh. And she, she sent me his his profile and one of the pictures was a picture that he sent me the week before <gasps> so i was like dude this guy is on freaking tinder and he's dating me and he just gave me a promise ring and does it say how often like how long they already had a profile well i knew he was lying to me from the start because when I asked him, he was like, oh, I haven't been on that profile in like four months. I didn't think we were going to be serious. But two months prior to that happening, uh, he started working at uh, the basketball stadium. And on his profile, it literally said he works at the American Airlines Arena. I was like, okay, so you're telling me I haven't been on it in four months but it says you work at the current place you're working at now. Hmm. So from there, it kind of just like, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't go downhill automatically, but it was starting, that was like the first red flag that I should have listened wow, to. Wow, It's yeah. just like him, that, like was he cheating or like wanting to cheat on you? No, he, he just, he never cheated on me, which is the craziest part. 
but he was just like he's like he wanted to make friends because every person he was ever like cool with they were like uh, like 10 20 years older than him he never hung out with people our age you know do you think he was like maybe emotionally cheating like maybe just conversations or did you ever go through his profile and check to see why would he make the was it tinder you said yeah it was tinder he said he just wants to make friends so whatever i was like okay you want to make friends sure you know yeah um so fast forwarding that uh we make it to my 18th birthday he went with me to new york for my 18th birthday the first place i've ever been to out of the country and I take him instead of my best friend, like an idiot. Um, but then fast forward from that, uh, we make a year together. And I, we were, we were doing okay. And then we started having like a lot of problems because, you know, like I, I wanted him to like, you know, do something for himself. I wanted him to work. And like his mom is, um, not mentally stable she has schizophrenia so and he has complex ptsd so i had to deal with a lot with his between his mom but the complex ptsd it like it's a very like ptsd and complex ptsd is like two very completely different things even though it's not but it really is like there's a lot to deal with when it's complex because you don't really know how to like control your trauma you just take it out so a lot of like projecting onto you yeah like pretty much like that and the complex ptsd came from what um pretty much his his whole entire like child time that we became a year like i i started to really realize like okay i think that's where all like the abuse started happening like it, it went from a push to a shove to full-on fist fighting you know like it, it got that, to that point and all that stemmed from just like him going through a lot with his life so tr- his trauma putting it out on you and getting more abusive pretty much uh, and your anxiety <laughs> was your anxiety high at that time i i didn't really like have a lot of anxiety i think the anxiety really started like like my anxiety and my trauma it all started happening maybe like after uh, um, my 20th birthday hits and then it's the next year. I was working like three jobs when I was 19. I worked in Postmates. I did um, a job at a doctor's office and I worked in the mall. And I met Stephanie that year in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, we started working together and we instantly clicked, you know. We yes, we did. We did. things. <laughs> And I actually, that year was like the worst year of my relationship with him. Um, you know, I was, I was coming into work with like bruises or a black eye or this or that. And I was just going through it with him. Yeah. I, I did end up getting into drugs because of him. I was, I was getting very addicted to, yeah, like I, I started getting into drugs and I, was just going through it but I was glad to like start like I was kind of finding myself and I was kind of um stuck at the same time because of him 
he was bringing me down a lot. Um, how would yeah. he bring you down? He was just very mentally draining, emotionally draining. The he was very manipulative. Like I very, very, very manipulative. I remember you telling me that he would say stuff to you like you'll never find someone like me or you can't oh my God, yeah. keep going like, in life without me or something like that. Yeah, his his favorite like, thing to say was Oh very. His his favorite thing to say was if I can't have you, no one can. Okay. Yeah. Not like, true, he though. was he was very jealous of my friendship with Stephanie mm-hmm. and like other people. I started to lose wow. all my friends. Yeah. So when I met you like an a the relationship was just taking over your entire life. Oh my god, yeah. I I was having issues with friends. Um, like, issues with keeping my friends. And do you think um, he contribute to you being addicted to coke as well? Oh, yeah. He he did it, too. But it got to a point where even when we were not together, because we were on and off at that point, but even when we weren't together, I was doing it. Like, I think I spent, like, $600 in one month on just that. Wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It was bad. It was really bad. Because I... I think, I don't know if when I met you, were you with him or were you guys off? We were together. Because then we started hanging out more January going into 2020. Mm -hmm. And that December, something happened, right? Yeah, it was my 20th birthday. He actually, I told myself I wouldn't see him on my birthday. This is 2019, okay? December. Right before 2020 hit, right before the pandemic, right before all that. So, I didn't, I told myself I wouldn't see him. And, of course, I bought a new outfit from our job. And I was like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'll see you tonight. Fine. I'll give you a chance. Because we were not together around my birthday. And yeah. I was like, you know what, fine. I'll give you a chance, whatever. Um... And mind you, this is already two, almost three years into our relationship. Um, basically, he took me out. He got me food. Like, he, he bought me a sushi. And he bought me perfume. And he took me to that candy store to get all this candy and all this shit. And then, on the way home, he just had a freaking meltdown. And while driving my car, he's literally like backhanding me in the face and grabbing my hair pulling my head on his lap like punching me and then he pulls over into like a dead end at the end of a neighborhood and he's just like fighting with me and doing like all this crazy shit talking to me crazy it's obviously never okay to do something like this and i'm so sorry you had to go through something like this what did you think were some of his, like, triggers that would make him just, like, react this way? Oh, man. I, to this day, I still don't really know because, yeah, he had a lot of complex PTSD and his bipolar, but it's it was just, like, he just wanted to make my life miserable. Like, or, like he just, just wanted me to feel what he's feeling. 
Maybe, yeah. Because I'm like, what happened for him to after act crazy like that? Yeah, like they had a great time. You know, he took you to eat this food and everything, and then I don't know where the car. They just start hitting you, and like y'all just start arguing. Like, yeah, like that. Yeah, he he was very territorial over me, like to the point where I I bought this super cute dress from Abercrombie. A blue and white one that Stephanie knows exactly what dress I'm talking about. Yeah. And I loved that dress. One time I went out with it on and I went outside to check on my car because he left it on because he went inside to get something of a store. And he was like yelling at me, come over here. I don't want anyone to see you. And saying all this shit like, oh, yeah, you you want all these guys to like have you and shit. Like he was just like. Like, he was crazy. He would just say the craziest things to me. And I'm just like, dude, I've been with you for almost three years. Like, why would I want a random guy from the street? Yeah, like, why would I be dressing? Yeah, like, why would you be dressing to get other men's attention? You're just looking good because you want to look good. Because I want to look good. Yeah, I want to just feel good, you know? Because I'm not, you know, I'm not, like, the prettiest or the smartest. You know, I have acne and, like... Everyone has their flaws, but, like, when I'm loyal to someone, I don't want anyone else but that person. So, it's still back. Go back to what happened after that night of your birthday. So, that same night, he actually called someone to come and fight me. Like, a female. (gasps) Yes. Yes. He, a girl that I had no idea until that very night. That they were fucking behind my back. Oh my god! Yeah. So he did. And we we weren't. Well, we weren't together. Okay. So he thinks he wasn't, and I didn't care. I'm not here from. I'm not no competition. You know, like. Yeah. He was with me first. You just think you have a place. She freaked out, but he took me to a hotel that night. And he, this man had the audacity to try to ask me for sex right after beating my ass. I was like, dude, no. Like, what the fuck? What do you think this is, bro? I'm just shocked. Sounds really toxic. Yeah, I was, it was, it was That sounds extremely toxic. And And after. This is after two years of being together. Oh, yeah. Literally. And then after that, what happened? So basically, I was kidnapped for three days. So I didn't, my birthday's the 10th. I didn't come back home until the 13th. Um, because I found an excuse to go to my car. And I already had my phone, because he took my phone and everything. He took my phone, my, my phone and my keys. And he didn't let me go anywhere. He broke my glasses, so I couldn't see anything. I had no contacts. And I we were out somewhere, and I was like, hey, I want to go get my contacts from the car, which was a lie. And he was like, okay, fine. And I had my phone on me, and he gave me the keys. And when I got to the car, I just broke down crying, mm-hmm. and I turned on my car, and I called my mom, and I was like, I'm coming home. We need to go to the hospital because my, I had a broken nose, 
Um, so he this is all from nose. those days. Yeah, he broke my nose. What? My lip was so busted. I have a scar still on the inside of the top lip. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I did go to the cops. I did because I was my say. mom insisted. Yeah, oh my god. And my dad, my dad drove from Homestead, which is an hour away, to my mom's house so both of them can like see me because I wasn't answering my phone for three days. You know, they're like worried. Yeah, about like me. how were they even acting? Your and, friends, um, your family. Yeah, and you weren't. Yeah, I'm, like I'm I literally you probably weren't active on social. I media. got home. They took me to the hospital. And then right after I got the the hospital report, at the hospital, they called the police so I can do a report. And I went to the the police station. I talked to a detective. They took pictures of my body. And um, basically, the charge was aggravated battery because battery is breaking a bone. Aggravated battery and uh, kidnapping. Wow. Wow. So, so you so you got away from going into the pretending something was near your car, going to your car, and you drove off from there, or that's when you got your phone and contacted your parents. Um, I had gotten my phone back that same morning before we went to where we were, and I didn't want to like call my mom in front of him because I'm gonna sit there and tell her what happened, and he literally the night before he was like, "You can't blame this on me." You know, like, I'm going to go to jail. And we're both going to... He's like, we're both going to jail. And I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> You're going to yeah, jail. Yeah, how are both of you be going to jail? I can't yeah. believe that he thought he could manipulate you into thinking that shit. Yeah, exactly. So we went to the cops, talked to a detective, did all that. And the following couple of... Actually, December 27th. They served him with a restraining order. Wow. That's good. Wow. So that's when this this all happened, like your kidnapping and all that happening. Is that when that was the point, you know, because you've been with him for a couple years on and at off. At this point. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at that point, that's when you realize it's like time to let him go. And like you, you realize your worth. Would you say that? Yeah. I mean, I still, you know. Love is very blind, and I don't know what possessed me to stay so long with him. Yeah. Because um, that wasn't the end. Yeah, that was that was towards the end. You know, like it. It just. Uh, Did you ever get back to him after that? Yes, I, for a short period of time. Yeah, the restraining order went through. It's still on right now to this day. It's it's a restraining order for three years. Um. But we didn't talk for a while. He kept calling and, me so many times. Yeah, but he, he insisted to talk to me. Like, he did not care if he went to jail for it. He did not care. How many times and, would he call you? Oh, my God. Uh, like in a day. Even or before an- this, he would call me. Like, I would wake up because I fall asleep. You know, he always wanted to talk on the phone even when we were sleeping. Um, I would wake up to, like, 80 messages, 120-something missed calls. So what do you think made you get back with him after all Um, the manipulation, for sure. Mm-hmm. He, like, did you think no one would love you like that? Like, did you think that was love? Yeah, I think there was a point in time where, you know, I thought that 
like what he was saying, like you will never find anyone like me or oh, no one that, that was true. You like it started getting in your head. Yeah, he was he he traumatized me very badly. And like I still have nightmares about him. I had a nightmare about him last night. Oh my gosh. Yes, like I have dreams about him still. Like he he really traumatized me. He really put he took a toll on me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like Stephanie when we got close um, she really made me see right through him, um, especially after my birthday, because her getting close with me after my birthday, after all that happened, after court, it really, like, helped me step up to where I should be in life again. Because I saw that she was manipulating you, and he didn't want you to be successful in anything like look at you now like you're in school for example mm-hmm. and i knew he wouldn't want you to be in school to have a job he just wanted that to control, make money wanted that control mm-hmm. over your life he just wanted me all to himself yeah. like he didn't even want me at my mom's house wow. and that's my family wow. you know you know to take, yeah, he I wanted mean, to take you away from people around you yeah your family literally wow. red flag red flag mm-hmm um, oh my gosh. Wow. So you went to a therapy for this? Yes, I did. Thank God. Um, and how's that journey of therapy um, been for you? It was really good. Um, it was very hard to accept certain things when I did start therapy. But um, it was very worth it. I started therapy last year. Um, after, I'd say, like, like, a month after me and him broke up, so I started in, like, July, and I was in therapy for, like, two, almost three months, and then something happened in September, and it was the last time that I saw him ever again. Okay. It was literally, like... Like, right after Stephanie's birthday, um, I went to see him. Mm. And it got to a point where we argued about something so dumb. I didn't see him for, like, three months at that point. And, you know, I thought everything was going to be normal. We were hanging out, smoking. You know, he smokes weed and stuff. So we were hanging out, and he wanted me to unlock my phone so he wanted to unlock your phone yeah so he kept asking me to unlock my phone and i was like no bro like we're not together i haven't seen you in months and you're here doing the same shit again you know (sighs) i i really he manipulated me so well to think that he was gonna change in such a little amount of time when in reality People don't change if they're not willing to. Exactly. So while you were in therapy, he would, like, text you and stuff saying that he was going to change. Yeah. Wow. He he really did. Like, he made me believe it. But after this day, I knew, like, I had to stop. Um, So I was like, no, I'm not going to lock my phone. And he's like, he he backhanded me. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? So We're back at square one. So that was the deciding point right there and then. That yes. That you are not going back to him. 
Yeah, because that car ride, he literally was like, I will drive on this turnpike until your car runs out of gas, until you open your phone. And I was so scared and I was so done. I didn't want him to put his hands on it anymore. It got to a point where I literally, my car was moving and I was in the passenger seat and I opened the door and I threw myself out. You and yourself, he was going, like... You threw yourself out of the car? Yeah. And the car was going, like, 40, 50 miles an hour. And this, I is, threw after, myself out of the car. this is after he backhanded you? Yep. You threw yourself out of the car on the turnpike? Yes, I did. Not on the turnpike. Like, it was right before we got on. Okay. It was, like, on, you know how you wait under the bridge before you get on? Yes. Okay. Oh we were right God. there. Are you okay? Yes. I'm great. <laughs> but right after you it's not funny up. but like it's like no oh that's insane god that's like insane dude what made me like you were like really... fuck this you psycho person i'm getting the fuck out of this car right yeah now. i was like this i feel is like my i was in that moment. oh no yeah no, my because it's very scary that... it's like you don't know what they're gonna do you don't know like exactly you don't know. yeah you know like what level people will take shit like yeah you yeah. don't know like is he gonna kill me like what, what yeah it, crazy enough that you said that because even stephanie and everyone around me that knew my situation were like dude he's gonna kill you one yeah. day because even my friend that that introduced him to me she worked at the same mall that me and stephanie did and she told me like one day a random lady came into her store someone that we don't even know told her is your best friend okay and she was like, what do you mean? And she's like, whoever she's with is going to kill her one day. Wow. Oh a gosh. random person. Wow. So scary. Yeah. It's because, very scary. Like, um, you guys yeah, know the like, Gabby so Petito case. I'm so sorry. I had to mm-hmm. go through that. You guys She's know the okay. like, Gabby Petito, right? The case. Oh, yes. Case. Yes. So when I saw mm-hmm. that case, I texted Julie. I was like, mm-hmm. this could have been you. Uh-huh. 100% with his psycho ass. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when she told me that, me and her were just like, I'm so happy that we are where we are right I'm now. I'm so yeah. happy and thankful, Julie, that you've, you're out of place right now where you don't have to go through that anymore. That makes me so sad I can cry right now. But I'm so happy that you're out of place right now where you don't have to deal with that shit anymore because that's The insane. fact that it's been a year, right? Now. It's been, that you have not talked to him at all. Yeah, it's been September made a year. Wow, I'm so happy for you. I'm like so proud of Julie for that. I'm so happy for you because one, it's like going through that is like hard, but then it's like the manipulation and gaslighting and the control. It's just like, you know, what? And you know, like just because of the trauma, breaking free from that, it's insane. Oh my God, yes, yes. And I think. The biggest thing that impacted me was just, like, losing people around me because of his... I'm so happy and proud of you that you were able to get yourself out of that because, girl, Thank we you. all know, girl. <laughs> you don't know what would have happened. Uh-uh. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, okay, so where are you now? Like, what's going on now in your life after this year, after the transition of the year from this crazy abusive relationship that you had to go through where you oh my endured goodness. so much trauma and then you go into therapy and 
we now heard your story of all of this and now you're in therapy for a year. You said it's been a year since you've talked to him too, which is amazing. And where are you now? Like what's going on in your life? What do you have going on? You're in a new relationship, right? Yes. Actually, tomorrow we make a year together. Congrats. Thank so you. So how do you meet your new um, your new lover? Well, I knew of him for a couple years. We've been following each other on Instagram. And funny enough, when I met him, me and Stephanie weren't talking again. It was right after what happened with um this guy. With your ex, and, yeah. Yeah, and me and her, prior to that, were actually um online dating. Like, we were meeting people <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah, And when we started talking again, I was like, dude... And so I'm with this guy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was, was like, like, I'm talking to this guy too. <laughs> yeah, Thank like you. we were both like. In Is a that really what you guys place. bonded on? What made you guys friends again? Well, yeah, I messaged like, that, but I messaged you one day. I think it was like, was it the third day oh, you were with I, him or something? Yeah, I was. It was like the third or fourth day that I was with him because prior to that, I had texted her saying like, you know, hey, I miss you and. Like, you know, I was just trying to, like, talk to her again and just check up on her, you know? Yeah. Because I, I genuinely care about her. So I was like, I want to check up and on her. And at that time, when I had cut her off, I was overthinking, thinking that she didn't care about me. Like, yeah. I was thinking that she never cared about my feelings and only cared. I, I, I guess I felt like I was used in that moment because of you going back with your abusive ex. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, just the third person looking at I can see that. I mean, I could see that Julie's world was consumed by her ex and she had a lot mm-hmm. going on. And, over there. I, and I can see how both part, like I could see how everyone could have their own emotions, valid emotions toward a situation. Because oh, I hadn't known the details prior, you know? Okay. That's, that's yeah. fine. That's fair. I mean, yeah. you, people only let you in their life in the moment as much as they let you in. You know yes. what I mean? And, and when and I saw... Also, too, it's like when someone's going through an experience in a rough spot, I mean, you as a friend or you as a person going through it, you guys, you make the decision what you want in your life. And yeah. either way now, you guys are friends now. And that's a beautiful thing. And I'm happy that you guys are friends. And I'm happy that mm. Julie's healthy. And I'm happy that Steph, you're Me happy too. where the friendship's at. And that's yeah. <laughs> That's really it's 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 the truth of what you're saying because you know even when I texted her I was like listen you had all the right in the world to feel the way you felt when you cut me off you know I t- I made sure that her emotions were so then how did your abuse and trauma did it ever affect your relationship with your boyfriend now it did in the beginning um see I, I met him through. Instagram and he was actually like I guess you could say I I stole him from his ex but they weren't (laughs) together yeah like he was having (laughs) issues with her right and I told him one day I was like dude yeah yeah they were broken up but you know she was like super crazy like she reminds me of the girl version of my ex oh my gosh yeah. So you guys she was, both. She was crazy. So you guys both came from like bad previous. A really bad place. Bad previous relationships, and then came together. Yes. Awesome. So, he. We just kind of like clicked, 
instantly, you know, we like the same music, we like to sit smoke, we like to do a lot of the same stuff. And he's older than me, he's he's twenty five. Um and he was just like he's just like the cutest thing in the world. So Yay. I just like oh Yay. I need And him. most important <laughs> healthy mentally, healthy, right? Oh yes, healthy yes. relationship. And he comes he comes from a very good family. Amazing. That's perfect. Yes. So that means he had good like raising and upbringing. Very good intentions. He's he's a homebody, which is like the opposite of any guy I've ever dated. And so, do you think he you is know. the opposite of every guy you ever dated? Oh my god! If you compare him and my ex, night and day. <laughs> I remember there was one night that Julie was talking to me, and I think it was. I think you were emotional one day. You were over his family. This is right in the beginning, and you were like crying, and he went up to you saying, "What's wrong?" And you got very defensive. I think due to your past relationship. Yeah. And I he was like trauma from it. And what did yeah. he say? He was like, Julie, I hate seeing you sad. I'm here for it. he said something. Which I think yeah, was he, like the I healthiest remember. thing a boyfriend could tell you, you know? Yeah, he what literally like opened my eyes about him and that I knew he was different, which made me have to ch- I had to change. Because, you know, when you're in a bad relationship it takes a toll on you, and it, it changes you as a person. So I yeah. was very defensive, and I felt like, you know, in my in my past relationship, whenever we would argue, he wouldn't let me go anywhere. So every time me and my boyfriend would argue in the beginning, I, I would just, like, the first thing I would do is grab my keys and leave. I didn't want to feel yeah. trapped, wow. you know? And one day we argued, and... I, I left because I was like, dude, fuck this. Like, I don't want to argue with you. And he goes to my parents' house to ask them what's wrong with me. Wow. You know, like, so what he, what did this guy do to her? So would you, you know? say that he's been, like, pretty patient with you while you're on this Oh, my God, journey? yes. Super patient. Mm. You know, and so he, yeah, he's very sweet like that. He's a Libra. That. I, I mean, no him. relationship is perfect, <laughs> but I love that. I'm happy yeah, him relationship. Him going to my parents to ask them, like, because he didn't really know what happened between me and my ex. But my parents told him, my stepfather and my mom. You know, I lived with them. My dad lives in Homestead, but they saw the majority of everything happening, and they explained to him, like, you have to be patient with her. You know, like she has a lot of things going on in her head, wow. and she doesn't want to feel any type of way right now. And just be patient. When we met, I think the week after we met, or like two weeks after we met, I finished therapy. And I feel like I should have stayed another year. But I didn't because I was like, you know what? I want to try to like do this on my like on my own, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, he's just been like so patient and he's so good to me, you know? And he... He would always, like, tell me, like, you know, I'm not your ex. You know, you can't, mm. you can't shut me out. I'm going to sit there and try to listen and understand everything. And he has. Wow, that's amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. And you guys are expecting yes. a baby. <laughs> yes, and boom. we are. Yeah, it's right. Guess. Boom, like that. <laughs> you find, okay, so tell us the day you found out you were pregnant. Also, are you then- having a boy or a girl? I'm curious. 
I'm having a girl. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Sag girl, sag girl, yes. Sagittarius girl, A. And what are you guys naming her? Jaylani. Jaylani. It's a mix between mine and my sister's name. Sagittarius named Jaylani. I'm here for it. I love yes. that name. Our daughters can be besties. I'm with it. Okay, I'm with it too. Sag energies. We yes, Sagittarius always. love other Sagittarius too because we, oh get, my God, we get yes. each other. Yes. So, Julie, tell us your reaction when you found out you were pregnant, your boyfriends, and your families. Oh my God. My boyfriend's reaction was so funny because uh, I took it, I was like, dude, I haven't had any pre. Uh, period symptoms and usually like a day or two before you get your period you have like cramps or you break out yeah. or you have back pain or some shit nothing was happening and prior to that like three days before like for three days straight my boyfriend was throwing up in the morning and they say that like if you don't get the symptoms in the beginning that the father does does did anyone have a dream of fish um I'm not sh- I think, you know, I think one of my friends did, yeah. Because they were saying, <gasps> if someone has a dream dream of fish, like, anyone that knows you or anyone close to you had dreams of fish, that means someone's pregnant. My sister, yeah. my sister dreamt of fish, and then I had another friend. I forgot who it was, but there, someone of their family was dreamt of fish, and they ended up, someone ended up being pregnant. Someone. Did that happen with you, too, Alicia? It happened with me, yeah. My sister, actually, she dreamt of fish. Oh, my The gosh. night before I told her, she dreamt of fish. I called her. She was the first, one of the first people I told, other than my friends, obviously, but, like, first family member. I called my sister, and I told her, um, I'm pregnant, and then she started crying, and she was like, I dreamt of fish yesterday, and my friend said someone was pregnant, but I didn't think it was going to be you. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, I was on the phone with my oldest friend, Ashley, who she's been my best friend since the third grade, right? And I'm like, hey, I want to go by... Uh, a three-pack of pregnancy tests. So one of them was a digital. And I was like, you just need to stay on the phone with me because I'm freaking out. And she was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did the first one. It was like the stick with the lines and shit. And I did it. And the, there was two lines, but one of them was very faint. I was like, you know what? I'm doing the digital. Fuck the other one. And... It was, like, the longest five minutes of my life. Wow. For it. And I was like, Ashley, I'll call you right back until it, like, loads. I'll call you back. As soon as I hung up, that shit said yes. And I called <laughs> her back, and I was like, what the fuck does that say? So Am I blind? Yours, did yours come yeah. back right away? Did your line show right away? It The second line was very faint, but it was there. Wow. And she was like, she was like, dude, the line is there. And I'm like, I don't know. I have to do the digital one. And then I did the third one, which was the stick again. And they all were positive. Wow. And she was, I called her right back. Like, as soon as they hung up, it said yes. And I called her right back. I was like, oh, what does that say? And she's like, oh, my God. No. Like, I was like, dude, wow. I don't know. Like, it says yes. <laughs> so she was like. As soon as I found out the answer, because my boyfriend was sleeping, right? And I'm in the bathroom freaking out. So I get on the phone. Now we're on a four-way with my friend Ashley, my best friend Darian, and his girlfriend Marianne. And they were like, 
they were like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, yes, I know. They were like, are you going to tell Michael right now? I was like, he's sleeping. And they're like, wake his ass up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and he, he he's so sleepy still. He just looks at me and goes, mm, I doubt it. <laughs> and he goes back to sleep. Yeah, so I was like, oh, you doubt it? Okay, perfect. So tomorrow, the next day, I called uh, an ultrasound place that was near here, and I was like, hey, I want to go get an ultrasound uh, to be sure that I'm pregnant. And then they said, like, yeah, yeah, you can come the same day. So I went later on that day, and I was three weeks pregnant. Wow. wow. So what <laughs> new perspective did, like, pregnancy give you? Um, once I became pregnant and, like, I was very sure and certain that I wanted to keep the pregnancy. I was like, you know, everything has to change. You know, I had to, I was like super addicted to those stupid Nick sticks. Oh, Nick. And yeah. And even Stephanie was like, dude, get rid of that. Like, don't. Mm -hmm. Stop. And Grabba. Oh, and Grabba too. What's Grabba? It's like a tobacco leaf that you roll weed in. Okay. Yeah, to, like, smoke blunts, basically. Okay. That's so but, bad um, for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Every once in a while, it's nice, but, like, it's really bad for you. You're, you're smoking that every single day, multiple times yes, a day. Yes, I was, yes. But, um, guilty as charged. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I had to stop, like, so many things, and I I realized, like, I was putting my priorities to the side for a while, and I was done doing that. So I focused on trying to get back into school and, you know, saving money. Um, You know, I had to take my boyfriend out of his comfortable position in life where he was. You know, now he works full time, and he saves money for the baby. And isn't he, like, one of the best at his job? Yes, he actually, two months after working there, he became a supervisor. Amazing, yay. Yes. So this has been a positive impact for both of you. I was going to say, oh my God, how yes. has it been not like not being able to smoke and all that stuff? Um, It's been good, you know, like, he actually cut down smoking too. Awesome. And, it, you know, wow. it wasn't even just me. Like, he he was like, I barely smoke now because, because you know, when I <laughs> met him, he was hanging out every day like friends were coming over every day to smoke and it's like we're so far from that now you know and a lot like it's strengthened our relationship do you think that will continue after you have the baby um absolutely not i will not allow it (laughs) (laughs) i will not allow it absolutely not (laughs) he he won't even do it he's he's actually he's told me one time like Oh, you know, because of you, I am getting my shit done. Wow. You know, like, and he was like, you're doing your part. You know, he's like, I don't need you to work right now. You're doing, you're going to school and you're taking care of the baby. And I'm working. We're both doing our part. Wow. Um, So what Mm -hmm. advice would you give, um, like, soon-to-be moms that have struggled with, like, past trauma or like abuse or and you know now that they're pregnant and they're going through the journey of whether they're in a relationship or not like what advice would you give for some moms that are going through like a pregnancy with a rougher past um 
I think the main advice would be if you are struggling with trauma from it, just remember, like, help is always given if it's asked for. You know, there's always someone that's going to be willing to have. If you're pregnant with someone that is treating you that badly, get out, girl. Get out. Boy or girl, (laughs) get out of it. It is not worth it. Um, and it's definitely not worth something to have around your child. It's hard, but you wow, got this, ladies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any regrets? Um, I do regret all the lost time. Um, you know, I, I did uh, miss out on a lot of family things and things wow. with friends. So I do regret, like, the lost time and, like, things that I just can't take back you know in your past relationship yes exactly yeah but we live and we learn too and and we evolve yeah so have you had any like dark thoughts to your pregnancy i know you said you had a nightmare yesterday but i have have you had an overall good pregnancy or oh yeah i have no complications she's growing the way she's supposed to she's super normal healthy and And mentally um, for you yes definitely she has put me in a better place for sure wow so you're just Mm -hmm. in a good mindset good oh my god yes amazing and i also just want to say from one mama to another when you do give birth and you have your baby, do not be hard on yourself. Don't be oh, hard yeah. on yourself and try to take things one day at a time. And I'm so excited to hear more about your birth story and about your um, postpartum for you and everything. And I'm really, really excited for you in this new phase and this new chapter in your life. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great <laughs> ride. You. It's going to be hard. It's so cute. Some hard days, okay? But okay. there's nothing that you cannot get through because look at all that you've been through already and you're so young. How old are you? Like only 21? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'll be 22 wow. in December. Yeah, you see? So yeah. it's like you've been through I, I so definitely, much. So. I definitely, everything that I learned, I know exactly what I want to teach my daughter. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I never wanted to be afraid of anything, you know. And because there's so much knowledge and so many things you could pass on to her. Yes, exactly. I strongly believe that past hardships and traumas that we experience we make sure to teach our kids so it won't repeat better yeah mm-hmm. yeah like with my parents they had especially my mom had trauma from her past with her parents and she's been an amazing mom yeah she's like not uh, a perfect uh, not, one she's like this is not gonna happen again yeah no no so, one is perfect mm. and it is it's definitely very relieving um, that I know that I'm not going to let my daughter make the same mistakes as I am because to me it was like everything that I went through it was like um, it was kind of like history repeating itself wow. because my both my grandmothers actually were in really controlling relationships wow. you know and when I finally broke the cycle it was amazing you know i'm so happy that's great repeating like it really does repeat so i'm so happy history that repeats itself for it sure does. 
And I'm so happy you're able to cancel that shit out. You said red X. Hell no. This is not happening to me in my life. Period, girl. Because other people wouldn't realize it probably ever. It takes a very strong-minded person to break the cycle. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing and, like, just willing to just, like, Mm -hmm. you know, better for you Mm -hmm. and your life and your mental health and your state and everything that's going on and not have people drag you through the mud, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm so happy for you, Julie, and it's so yes. nice. And I'm so happy that you're able to share your story with us today. Yes, thank you so much, Julie, for being so vulnerable and open. Yay! We'll definitely um, do a follow-up episode one, one of like one of the seasons. Yeah, that'd be so nice. And if anyone season. listening to this has any questions for Julie. They could drop it down on in the Instagram post. Yeah, so we have we'll an do, Instagram yeah. now, y'all. Um, it's at the Undisclosed Truth Podcast. So we're gonna make a post of obviously Julie's face her poster for this podcast. So you can go ahead and leave a comment on that Instagram, and we'll get back to you on there. Or shoot us a DM. Yeah. And we're so excited and so happy you were able to hear Julie's story today. And we hope this was a really good not as triggering podcast but we hope that it was more informative or something that y'all could listen to on your way to work or yeah during, during your that day. anyone could relate to yeah and we hope i'm very happy that you guys had me on here <laughs> okay well, this was a lovely conversation so nice conversation yes. Thank you so much, Julie, and I hope that everyone listening is having a great, will have a great day, great night, or great afternoon. And this is the conclusion of our podcast. Yay! Yay! Yay. Bye. So we're going to have an episode every single Wednesday, so tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. And with that being said, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.